But my name is Adam. I'm one of the pastors here, and we're just so excited that you are with us. And I just want to tell you, we'd love to have you join us again as we look into this new year, into the month of January. We are starting up a brand new series called This Is My Year. This is my year. I don't know about anyone else, but is anyone else excited about a new year coming? I know for me personally, I'm like, I will not miss 2018 whatsoever. And so I'm excited about a new year, but oftentimes we look into new years and we start resolutions and we keep them for roughly five minutes or five hours, or if we're really good, maybe five days. And then we feel guilty because we don't keep them. But looking in this series, we're going to talk about how this new year can be different. How this can be a different year, not because of us, but only because of God. And so again, we're so excited about this new series called This Is My Year. Now this Christmas here at Embrace, uh, we've been in a series where each week we've looked at a different Christmas carol, trying to understand what these songs are all about. These songs we maybe grew up singing as a kid, we're trying to understand what do these songs mean for you, and what do these songs mean for me, and why should we continue to sing these songs at all. Well, today's song is one of my favorites. I think it actually is my favorite Christmas hymn. The song is Silent Night, Silent Night, kind of cool. As of this Christmas, Silent Night is now 200 years old. That's pretty cool. 200 years ago, in 1818, it was written by a priest named Joseph Moore. And that year, Moore saw a play put on, and it was about the Christmas story. He saw this play, and afterwards, he remembered a poem that he had written himself two years before. And so when he got home, he dug out this poem and he wrote this poem based off the story in the Bible where an angel comes to a group of shepherds out in the fields. And I just want to read the words that Joseph Moore would have read as he wrote this poem. This is Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. It says this. It says, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, when suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. And the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them and said, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, he has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And so again, Moore read these verses, and he wrote this poem. And they're in this tiny little Catholic church that actually had a broken organ that year, and so they used the guitar. They're in that tiny little Catholic church, Christmas Eve, 1818. They sang the words of the song, Silent Night, for the very first time. And so that's a little bit of the history behind this song. Now for today, I just want to look in at one phrase of this song. Today we're just going to look at this one part of Silent Night where it simply says, All is calm, all is bright. Again, all is calm, all is bright. Now, for me personally, whenever I think about the song Silent Night, the very first thing that comes to mind for me is this service and candles. Basically, when I think about the song Silent Night, I think about fire, okay? And and so, speaking of candles, though, speaking of candles and fire, about a month or so ago, I randomly had an idea. It was a Saturday. I told my wife, I just want to go buy something. She says, you cannot go to Lowe's. That's actually a true story. I didn't make that up. Uh, So I find myself in Target of all places. I get to Target, and somehow, some way, I end up in the Joanna Gaines section, uh, you know, Chip and Joanna. So I'm in that section, which is awesome and kind of awkward for a dude. It's me and five 
other ladies. And so I get there and I find myself a candle holder that I convince myself I cannot live without. I, I see this and I'm like, okay, I think we need this. I don't think Jesus can come this Christmas if we don't have this candle holder in our house. So I get the candle holder, I buy some candles, I bring it home, I put it in our kitchen, I light the candle, and as soon as I light the candle, I get two very different responses from my family, and both responses were fairly negative. It's a fairly negative household, okay, and so pray for me. And so I light my candles, my wife, she comes in, the very first thing she sees this, and all she says is the word, why? And I respond with two words, why not? And she says, it is 2018, we do not need candles anymore, we now have electricity. And I said, baby, I'm a follower of Jesus. I want to live in the world, but not of it, okay? And so anyways, that was my wife. She walks out. My oldest son walks in. Uh, my oldest son's 11. His name's Hudson. He's a fairly logical kid. He walks in. And uh, just a quick side note, two summers ago, I randomly tried to start a campfire with a tank of gasoline, okay? So I used gasoline to start a campfire. It was not a very good moment. Thankfully, my kids have been in counseling ever since, so they're just fine, okay? So anyways, my oldest son walks in, and he sees this, and the only thing he says, and he wasn't joking, he just says, Dad, you are going to burn the house down. You are going to burn the house down. And so anyways, I have my candles, and I know it sounds kind of strange, but for me personally, there has always been something so calming about watching the flame. I've now had this candle for roughly three weeks, and I light it in my kitchen, and it might sound kind of weird, uh, but oftentimes I'll light it, and I'll just sit and watch the flame for a few minutes, and that is probably weird, right? I'll take that as a yes. But, but anyways, here's this tiny candle, though, and it's so simple and fragile, and yet it's also alive. Here is this tiny candle, and yet I'm amazed that it's somehow, some way, able to light an entire room. At least it's able to light my entire kitchen. And again, there's just something so calming, so calming about watching it. And it might sound kind of strange, but this week I just started thinking, what if this candle represents our soul? Earlier this week I was just sitting, I'm like, what if this candle represents our soul. If you don't know what your soul is, your soul is the person that you are. Away from your physical body, your soul is what makes you, you, and it's what makes me, me. Again, what if this fragile, simple candle represents our soul? What if it represents the life, the life that is inside of us? I mean, I found that like a candle, it doesn't take much to blow out the life that is inside of here. It's like you have this, this flame inside of you, and yet it's just so easy to, to blow it out. You have this light, you have this fire inside your soul, and it just seems like everything in a day is trying to extinguish it. And you go throughout your week, and you go throughout your month, and you go throughout your, your life, and it's just so easy, it's just so easy to, to blow it out. Today, for all of us across campuses, I just want to ask a simple question. What is blowing out the life inside of you? I'm talking about today, like right now, this Christmas, what is blowing out the fire? What is blowing out the flame in the life inside of you right now? What is putting out the fire? What is putting out the fire within your soul? What is it for you? I'm just guessing for some of us, maybe it's chaos. It's just chaos that's blowing out your fire. 
The chaos of what? The chaos of life. I mean, between work and kids and schedules and bills, not to mention someone being sick, not to mention still grieving the loss of someone that you love. It's like today, honestly, I'm just trying to survive another day. Today, honestly, I'm just trying to breathe. Today, I'm just trying to take another breath. And then you just, you know, lob on top of it Christmas and all of its wonderful glory. And it's just like it's even crazier. It just gets crazy. Again, maybe it's chaos that is blowing out the fire within your soul. This year for Thanksgiving, we stayed at my parents' house, and it was my, my, my family, Becky and I, the kids, we stayed in our family room, my parents' family room in their basement, all six of us plus our two dogs in the same room with no room, no door to close, so there's zero privacy. And did I mention that my parents found a mouse in their basement the night before we, we got there? It's like, Mom, never tell me that information ever again, okay? Just please, just bypass that lie to your son. And it was, it was two days of total chaos. And as I lay there on the first night, I started praying, baby Jesus, this would be the perfect time for you to return, okay? Like, this would be the perfect time for you to come back again. Maybe it's chaos. It's just chaos that is putting out your fire. Or maybe for you, this Christmas, what is putting out the fire in your soul? It's hurtful people. It's hurtful people. Looking back at this past month, maybe looking back at this past year, you've been hurt. You crossed paths with a hurtful person or you crossed paths with a group of hurtful people. And it just kind of took the fire. It just kind of took the passion and life right out of your soul. And this Christmas, you're struggling with bitterness. And you're not an angry person, but honestly, you come today and you're just angry. You've been hurting away, and it's just like, I am done, I am finished, and I, honestly, I just want to tell the world to go fly a kite or something much stronger that you can't say in church, right? Then maybe for you, it's like, what's taking out the fire? You've been hurt. You've been wronged. You've crossed paths with a hurtful person. Again, maybe when it comes to putting out the fire inside of you, it's been chaos, it's been hurtful people, or maybe for you, it's been bad choices. For you, it's been bad choices. This past year, you made a bad choice. This past year, you made a bunch of bad decisions. And every time you think about it, it, just, it takes the fire out of your soul. Maybe it was something you did, a bad choice 10 years ago. What did you do this year? Maybe you hurt your marriage. Maybe you hurt the person in your life that you love the most. Maybe you come today and there's some things in your private life that are just embarrassing. Maybe you were angry and you said some things you, you regret, you, some things you didn't mean to say. You just made a bad choice or a bunch of bad choices. And once more, it's just like after some time, the flame inside you, it's just grown. It's just grown cold. Again, I just want to ask across campuses, what is putting out the fire within your soul? What is blowing out your candle? What has taken the light out from within you? Going back to our song, Again, this classic song, Silent Night, All is Calm, All is Bright, written looking at the story of the angel coming to some shepherds in the midst of darkness and a chaotic world. This angel comes and he tells these, these group of shepherds about this baby named Jesus. And, and listen to this because there's another guy in the Bible named John that also talks about, about Jesus. He also talks about Jesus being born. And listen to what John says about this night. He says his life, Jesus' life, brought light to everyone. 
It can also translate as his life, it was like a fire. His life, Jesus' life, it was like a lamp that brings light to everyone. And then in the next verse, listen to what it says. And it says, this light, again, Jesus, he shines in the darkness. Jesus shines in the darkness, and what? The darkness can never extinguish it. It can also translate as the darkness can never overcome it. It can also mean that the darkness can never, ever put it out. It can't. You see, on our own, our flame, it will, it will go out. It will go out, I promise you. In any given day, it will go out. Basically, without Jesus, it's, it's like I'm, I'm doing great and life is, 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 is good. And then out of nowhere, it's just amazing how it comes out of nowhere. It's just like the chaos of the day. All of a sudden, this kind of overcomes you. It's like, man, I was doing so well. And then all of a sudden, I just started thinking about all the things I needed to do. Like, I just started thinking about all the plates I'm juggling. Like, it was lit just two seconds ago, I promise. And I don't know what changed. Or it's like things are going really well. Like, it's been a really good day. Like, things are so good. I'm feeling so good about things. And, and then you cross paths with that hurtful person again. Or you don't even see him. You just think about him. You see him post on Facebook, you, you, and you just, you, just, you just think about him. It's like, oh my goodness, I was doing so well, and now it's just like everything inside of me is gone. How did that change so quickly? I, man, I was just doing fine five minutes ago, and then I started, or things, it's just been a, a great week. I'm doing so well. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to make better decisions for my kids, for my family, for my, my husband, for my wife, like for my parents so I don't do it again. Like I'm just, I'm just doing really, really well. And then it's like, man, I made another bad decision. I did it again. The one thing I didn't want to do because it hurt so many people now, you know, it's just, I did it again. It's like this off and on, this off and on, this off and on. I just wonder, is anyone tired of living this way? Anyone else tired? Maybe I'm the only one, but it's just like, man, I'm so tired of just moment to moment, feeling to feeling, just how I'm doing, about the chaos, about hurtful people. You see, here's the truth. Our, on our own, our flame, again, it will blow out, but his, get this, it never will. Our flame, it will blow out, but his, it never will. Our flame will go out, but his, it, it, it can't. You see, Jesus, he shines in the darkness, and he's like a, like a lamp, he's like a fire that brings light to everyone and his, his flame, it is constant and it, and it can't be extinguished like the darkness, it can't overcome it like it's impossible for it to happen again, our, our flame, it will it will blow out, but his never will, and, and now with this here's the good news for all of us every single one of us myself included whether you're standing in chaos whether you've You've been hurt, you have hurtful people, whether you've made some bad choices, get this, Jesus, he offers his flame to us. Hallelujah. He offers to fill us with all that he is. In the midst of our chaos, Jesus offers his light to us. He He offers his peace to us. He offers his goodness to us. 
When we've been hurt by hurtful people, Jesus, he offers his fire to us. He offers his grace to us. He offers his healing to us. He's able to heal our soul somehow, some way, from the inside out. In the midst of making our worst decisions, when we've made bad choice after bad choice, Jesus, he comes in that moment, not until we clean ourselves up, but instead in that moment, he comes to us and he offers us his fire, his flame, his light. Again, our light, it will go out, but his never will. And today, I'm not sure where you are. If you feel like you have a fire, if you feel like you don't have a fire, you know what it looks like to just constantly go in and out. Maybe you're here and you're like, honestly, Adam, I can't remember the last time I felt any life in my soul. I can't remember the time I had a fire within me. It's been a long time. Like, I can't even remember what it feels like. Wherever we are, again, Jesus, he offers his light to us. So today, I just want to, want, to, want to say, if you're here and you've never invited the light of the world, Jesus, into your life, I can't think of a better day to do so. If you're here and maybe you've been a good person and you've tried to go to church, but you've never had a relationship with Jesus, you were baptized, you were confirmed, you've tried, tried to do a bunch of different things, but you've never surrendered and invited Jesus, the light of the world, into your life, or maybe you did, but about two years ago or five years ago, ten years ago, you walked away. Again, I can't think of a better day than today to invite Jesus into your life. To be clear, this is the first step of many. It's not a decision and then we go back to normal. Instead, it's a decision that, that, that destroys our normal. It's like it's a decision that changes from this day forever. But if you're here and you're just like, I want to make that decision, again, I can't think of a better day than today. Right now, across campuses and network churches, I want to invite you just to bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you're here right now and you're like, I've never invited Jesus I've never had a relationship, but I want a relationship with him. I want to know that I'm right with God. I want to clearly invite right now Jesus into my life. If that's you, just raise your hand for a moment. If you're just like, I just need that, like I've never done it before, or I, I committed my life, but, but years ago I walked away again, just raise your hand for a moment and then put it down. If that's you again, just raise your hand. Christmas 2018, I just think about it. Ten years from now, looking back at this day, and it's like, that's the day that I invited Jesus. I, tried, I stopped trying to have the candle lit on my own. I, I said no to darkness. Instead, I invited Jesus into my life. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Heavenly King, we are so thankful that you've sent us your son, Jesus. We're so thankful in the midst of chaos, in the midst of hurt in the midst of bad decisions, Lord, you've sent us your son, the light of the world, Jesus. God, for all of us who ra raised our hands, Lord, we invite you in right now. We're maybe not even sure what that means, but it's just like I'm just sensing in my soul. It's like I, I don't even have words to put into what I'm feeling right now, but I just need to raise my hand like, Jesus, would you just come into my life? We surrender to you. We ask that you forgive us of our sin. We ask that you make your home within us. We ask that you would change us from the inside out, not by our own power, but only by yours. Lord, we love you. We, for all of us, God, we are just so thankful for this light. We're just so thankful for your flame, for your fire in our soul. Again, we love you. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. All of God's people said, amen.